Do you like pop culture? I do. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, Andrew. Oh. If you enjoy movies, television, all that kind of stuff, uh, we have a lot of fun on Sif Pop Podcast, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. So you can come check us out every week. You can listen live or just download it to your podcast feed. Every single week, Aaron breaks down the newest movies that are big in theaters, and I make funny noises. <laughs> you could probably pick one of those that you would like. You can join us every weekend live by looking at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA, or you can find us in your podcast player a preference by searching for Sift Pop. Recorded live. You know, at the time of uh, recording. You're listening to the Hot Takeout Podcast, the only podcast with a 30 minutes or less guarantee, or it's free. And now your host, Chad Bradley. Can I take your order? Hey, thanks for pressing play on the Hot Takeout Podcast, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find your favorite podcast at www.com. Spreaker.com forward slash Studio DNA. Now, what a whirlwind it has been to get John Cooper from Skillet booked to uh, speak on the telephone after he shared a Facebook post uh, last week. Now, if you've not actually seen the Facebook post, I encourage you to go find John L. Cooper's Facebook page. Follow him. I've also shared it on the Hot Takeout Podcast Facebook page as well. Read his post, and then what he has to say in this podcast will make a lot more sense. But to sum it all up real fast for you, he wrote a post to respond to a number of faith influencers who have all in recent months walked away from their faith and in the process they've said we got it wrong and here is the new way here's our new truth now john makes it clear in this podcast that he's not pointing out one specific person he's more or less interested in pointing out how they're going about exiting something that they've believed for a very long time he even admits that most people in their life deal with uncertainty questioning their faith is it really true what i've spent so much time believing if you haven't experienced that at some point spoiler alert you will. Now, my friends from Fair Trade Services, Kai especially, so graciously scheduled some time with me and John Cooper late last week. And we just spent some time digging a little deeper, peeling back the layers, if you will, into maybe this new phenomenon of faith influencers walking away. John Cooper of Cooper Stuff Podcast, and then also not limited to the front man of Skillet. Man, thanks uh, for, for spending some time with me this afternoon. You got it, bud. You're kind of a hot commodity right now for several different reasons. One, your new album out, Victorious, fantastic album. You still got it, if there was any question. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's um, awesome. The title track, probably one of my favorite songs of yours in a very long time. I mean, I love what you guys do, but that one stuck out. And it's fantastic. I highly recommend people listen to it. But you're kind of like on a perpetual road trip uh, on life. Uh, so real fast, before we get into anything else, what is your favorite road snack? What's something that you have to have on your tours? Oh, uh, Dr. Pepper. That's the, that's the main thing that, that I can't live without. I can live without food if I have to, but I got to have Dr. Pepper. Other than that, I'll probably say chips. Potato chips are my... I uh, just... I can't get enough. That's like a winning combination. Dr. Pepper and chips. Now, do you do the, yeah, um, yeah. do you do like the, the flavors in Dr. Pepper, like the cherry or vanilla or any of that? I, I mean, I can. I, I kind of prefer not to, but I can. But but it's already pretty, it's already sweet enough. It's it's sweet just the way it is. Yes, yeah, there's like 23 fruit flavors. I'm like, what, what are you doing adding one more in? I don't understand. I, I agree. 23 is enough, man. All right. 23 well, and me. That's like <laughs> 
Well, John, uh, I mean, a couple days ago, I think just two days ago, you posted something on social media and it's kind of struck a nerve. And one thing that I caught from it immediately was it's kind of like a family meeting. You can say some of the most, and I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about like family members. You can say some of the meanest, nastiest things to your family members, brothers, sisters, and then two minutes later be like, Hey, where are we getting dinner? And then go, oh yeah, we're going to go to Chick-fil-A or wherever you're going to go. Like things can calm down real fast, but you can say and be as direct as you need to be with family, not so much strangers and uh, neighbors or acquaintances, but you can be direct with with family. And I feel like your post that's now nearing like 7,000 comments is kind of like that. It's a, it's a family meeting. And I mean, obviously it was in reference to, in your words, outspoken leaders or influencers that were once faces of faith that are falling away. And some things I, I mean, immediately picked up on were that you were very much interested in pointing inward instead of outward. I was just really bummed out. I was really sad uh, because we're, we're, we are having some prominent people fall away that were influential to me, influential to my family, my church family for the kingdom. And I'm looking at, first of all, just like, I am so sad and I am so bummed and I want to plead for the church for us to remember that truth has to come first. God's Word has to come first. And I think that we all could be doing, <laughs> all the time, we could all be doing a better job at placing the Word of God and, and, and its you know prominence that it, that it deserves. And yes, I was upset, and yes, but, but part of the reason I was upset, I mean, look, people have to make their own decisions. Part of the reason I was upset is because I don't like the idea of people that were influential they got to, if they make a decision to fall away from Christ, or whatever that, that that's their own that's their own opinion. They can do whatever they want to do. It's their life, right? I don't like the idea that on my way out, I'm going to start leading people in a new direction. And I, I I'm like, hey, you know, you, you should have a little bit more uh, humility than that. And and I felt a little bit of a pr- protective over people that are reading some of these comments, going, huh, well maybe that is right. You know, one of the one of the posts says, you know, like in the end, he he, he just posted. Nobody's talking about the real stuff. Science has poked holes in religion anyway. Christianity is just like everything else. And I'm like, okay, in case there's some people reading this going, oh, wow, science has poked holes in Christianity? I always want to say, hey, I don't think all this is true. I don't think it's good. And I think at the point in which somebody who's lived for something for 20 years decides to make an about turn and go the other direction, then then maybe that's somebody that we don't need to listen to for influence for a little while. <laughs> so... You, you know, I, I just think there's a little humility involved in that. So yeah, it, so in some ways it could be a little bit harsh, but there is an inward thing to all of us. And I've been, and I said really clearly in my thing that I wrote, look, I'm putting myself in the same position. You don't need to listen to John when it comes to scripture teaching over John Piper or whoever, you know, church leaders who are given to the teaching and the studying of the Word of God. We should be putting those people. They're not as exciting. They're not as pretty. They're not as cool. They're not as, you know, good looking and they don't sing as good. Those are the people that we should be putting in that, in that place. Not, not the cool, relevant rock star people yeah. like me. So yeah, I'm throwing myself in there too. I'm not trying to say now I need to be the guy. I'm saying I don't need to be the guy, but I want to point us towards the, the word. The foundation of a house is not as comfortable as your couch, right? So. But it's the thing that keeps the house together. The, the Bible talks about your house being on a firm foundation. And yeah. it may not be fun to talk deep theology and build your foundation over listening to 
a skillet album or whatever, but like it's it's kind of important. And I I kind of had a takeaway of just uh, the thought of if if I had missed the mark, if I had admitted that something that I was living for for twenty years was so off in my assumption, I think I'd have a little a little delay before I picked up the baton on something else and running so fast with it. Uh, I don't think I would trust myself to be a mouthpiece that fast to be like ah got it wrong. Now everybody no. go this way. That's what's so amazing about this to me is that we're seeing, and again, this is not an attack on a specific person. This is this is the uh, this is the age we live in. The age we live in, was, which is that people think that social media is a diary. It shouldn't be a diary. Um, it should, you don't need to post everything that you think. And so they're like, well, this is what I think, so why shouldn't I post it? And you're like, because you look, you're, you're making yourself look foolish, and you're leading people away. So, yeah, I mean, I, I like to say it like this. You can pick any topic you want in the whole world. Veganism. If I was a, 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 a vegan for 20 years, a guy that went around saying that eating meat was evil and a sin because it's God's creatures, and then after 20 years decided, you know, meat actually tastes really good, and it actually gives you a lot of protein, and if you don't have it, you can get brutal bones. So now I'm totally into eating meat, and here's a picture of me at my slaughterhouse. I'm having the best time ever, honestly. You know, it, you just don't do that. It looks stupid, and you look foolish, and, and you look really cavalier, and you should care about people more than that. So I'm getting a little pushback here and there about like, hey, people got to share the things they're going through, and we got to dialogue. I'm like, yeah, dialogue with your pastor and your best friends and your wife, and the, the dialogue with people and wrestle with stuff. This is not your diary. The world doesn't need to read everything you think and everything you struggle with. Social media seems to be more like a grenade. You throw in a thought and then duck out almost instead of just defending yeah. it. Or I don't want to open up this can of worms, but with, with shootings and things like that, you look at the conversations that spur from there. And most of the time, the conversations that are being had on social media are not productive. They're not conversations. They're two people arguing and minds aren't changed over arguments. So if you want to fix yeah, something, that, 
but do it in person. Well, that's the thing is that even if I had to have a really big take on social media in general, and obviously I use it. I'm not saying it's evil. Never do it. I use it. Um, but, but, but my point is this, is that we have people I now have, you know, they can reach out to anybody across the whole world, right? <laughs> I mean, like people have, quote unquote, more communication than ever, but never with a real person. So, yeah, you're sending a, t- a tweet. You're replying to a tweet. You're yelling at somebody. You're not having real conversations. And, and that, to me, that's what gets me the most. As someone that we've been looking to for 20 years, you're going to go on and say, hey, I'm struggling with some stuff. I'm throwing it out. These are my new thoughts. Let's dialogue. And you're like, no, 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 no. You go dialogue with some real friends, with people that love you and understand you. I, I just think that we've lost, I don't know, we've lost all wisdom at this point. I can't imagine why somebody would do that. Um, it just really blows my mind. But, yeah, that's a little bit irritating, but I really wasn't meaning to attack anybody personally. I'm I'm attacking the spirit of the age, man, it, it, it's it's the spirit of the age that we have lost a hold of absolute truth and, and the preeminence of God's word. I applaud that. I do. I I, uh, I had about where I around, around college, it was a transition of going from my parents' faith to my faith. I was living off of their faith. And so in college, I, I, I tried to find comfort and satisfaction elsewhere. And right. in that process... I didn't really, I mean, social media wasn't that big of a thing then, uh, but I, it wasn't something that I was like on a mission to lead people away from what I've learned and what I've been through. I needed to find out what I believed and I can respect somebody going through those struggles and working through that friction. You have to search for truth. You have to build your foundation. Yeah. You worded the feelings that I've had for a long time and I just didn't know how to say it. So thank you for, for sharing that. And again, I love how you point inward. You you even said that you never judge people outside your faith, even those that hate religion and Christianity. It's like trying to get basketball players to follow football rules. It's not the same game. You can't hold them to that standard. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's that's a hundred percent it. Brand Hansen wrote a, an article called "Deconverting" and the one remaining question, and he he pointed out in his article that basically, like the people that walked away from faith, they almost always ignored Jesus in their in their walking away. So in their conversion, he was a big part of their their life, but in their deconversion, they basically ignored him and pointed the finger at the church and God, kind of ignoring Jesus. Um, Interesting. Oh. And so, it, yeah, I, I don't I, I don't know about that, but but you know, in in a couple of things I've seen now, you know, I don't like the idea that we're pointing. You, you, you know, this particular one thing that I wrote was. Yeah, basically the church just blindly follows stuff and they don't ask the real questions. And I, so I don't, I, that's an interesting point. I haven't read the article and I don't know much about that. So I won't try to speak to something that I don't, I know nothing of, but I don't like this idea that it's all the church's fault. It's all because people were mean to me when I was to church. I used to have long hair and they said, get out hippie and they ruined me. I'm like, Hey, you know what? I know that we're, you know, all a bunch of millennials. But you got to be a little tougher than that, you know. You, I mean, nobody's ever said something mean to you before. Get get over it. <laughs> uh, so I, I kind of feel like you take responsibility for what you want to take responsibility for. But what I know for a fact is that all of my Christian friends, including my kids when they were four and five years old, we wrestled with these issues about hell. You know, we wrestled with the issues of science. You know, they're making it sound like nobody talks about that yet. Yeah, we all talk about it. We all wrestle with it. The church is more than willing. I've never met a pastor who's unwilling to have a conversation about why a God of love would, would, would you know, that, that not everyone would go to heaven. 
I think I've never met a pastor that wouldn't talk about that. Yeah. So I think those are disingenuous arguments, and, and I don't know why the people would have them. I'm not, I'm not going to speculate of why they would do that, but I don't feel that it's fair. And, and I just didn't want, I don't want people out there reading it going, man, the church must really suck. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, the reality is, what happened there. the reality is, is the church, <laughs> I mean, if you really think about it, the church is made up of a bunch of people that have said, I can't do this on my own. I need a savior. And so we're literally all a bunch of admitted failures. So it's almost like an AA meeting. <laughs> yeah. You're going there and being like, I oh, just a bunch of drunks here. It's like, no, you're going to a building where there's like everybody's an admitted sinner that needs a savior. So to go, yeah, I went to a, yeah. I went to a bad place where there were a bunch of bad people and they treated me badly. I was shocked. It's it's not fair. Yeah, I, I don't think that it's fair. I don't think it's accurate. I do feel bad that I know some people have some genuine bad experiences. But you know what? Welcome to humanity. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's kind of what life is like, you know. How should we treat people and how can we help them that don't believe what we believe and then that are also on shaky ground or shaky in their faith? Like what what's your yeah. playbook look like? Well, you know, I, I think, as you say, I think those are two totally separate things. Um, you know, most of the people that work for me, uh, you know, on the road, I, I don't mean my band members, but I'm talking about my crew members. I've got 15 employees. Um most all of them are somewhere between atheists and agnostic and really don't like Christianity specifically. Um, <laughs> and I don't judge them for that. We're friends. We have meals together. They're, my kids hang out with them. Things that's a whole different animal. We're, we're not going to agree on certain things, and that's fine. I love you for free. Even if you hate Jesus, it doesn't matter to me because... You don't belong to him, so you don't love him, and, and that's not really my business, you know? That's like a whole different thing, and I think that we, you can have good faith conversations with those people about philosophy, about science versus religion, and you know they're going to come at a different place than you do. Uh, by the way, not that I hate science, by the way, but, uh, <laughs> you know, in other words, in other words, like faith versus scientific research, you know, you have good yeah, faith can't open that can of worms. probably not going to, yeah, probably not going to agree, and that's fine. With people in the faith that are on shaky ground, I think that this is what is really bothering me, is that because of culture today, and I think social media has really had a big thing to do with this, everybody thinks that their voice should be heard. And I don't think that's actually true. I, I think everybody has the right to say whatever you want to say, but there's some things you just shouldn't talk about because you're ignorant, you know? There's wow. things that I shouldn't talk about because I'm ignorant and I don't weigh in on them. And I think everybody's like, but yeah, but I'm struggling and I want to tell people. But you're like, yeah, but you're a leader. I mean, it's different. You've been leading for 20 years. It's, it's almost like this. I laughed about this. This is going to be a little shocking, and I hope I don't offend people here, but it's like this. Let's say that me and my wife are having a really big fight, and I'm wondering if she's be really being the woman she's supposed to be. You know, this isn't real. This is hypothetical, okay? She's not really being the woman she's supposed to be. Do I start tweeting about it? You know, like, well, I'm just wondering. If, I'm just kind of struggling my faith if she's the really the one I want to be married to anymore. Do I tell my kids, honestly, your, your, your mom really isn't the woman she used to be? No, you don't do that. That's, you're the leader of the family. You're supposed to be keeping it together. And that's how I feel about people that are on shaky ground. I have compassion for them. Let's wrestle with it. Let's pray for it. And out of, like, love for the people that you've been leading, why don't you just keep it between yourself and, and, and your accountability partners and the Lord? Now, that's kind of how I feel about it. If you're just going to, like, cavalierly start jumping on something new, then it kind of shows that you're not really leading your family all that well. And maybe what you're more concerned about is how you feel than 
keep, helping keep them together. I, I, that's just how I feel. Otherwise, lastly, I would just say that's my feeling about people struggling with the faith that are in leadership. I think that's a different animal. If you're just talking about a friend of yours that he can, hey, no, he kind of goes to church, he's struggling with things, and he posts on social media, then you pray for them and you talk to them and you have those good faith relation conversations. And, I, and I'm not scared of that at all. Talking with someone who is like, man, I'm really shaken here. I read this thing and now it looks like that, uh, I don't know, evolution has to be real. Now maybe God didn't really create the earth. That's fine. Let's talk about it. I mean, but, but you know, if you're a leader and you just start throwing stuff out there, I just think it's kind of like unwise, you know? Absolutely. John, again, thank you so much for your time. We've gone way over. I appreciate you, what you guys are doing and what you guys are about. And I look forward to uh, seeing many more shows and uh, hearing many more albums from Skillet and uh, even your your side project. All, all of it's fantastic. Again, I appreciate you. Well, thank you so much. Again, so much thanks and appreciation to Fairtrade Services for scheduling some time with John Cooper. A giant thanks to John Cooper for actually taking the time to chat with the Hot Takeout Podcast. Now, if you liked this episode, you have never listened before, there are others. Dig back into the catalog, find something, enjoy it, share it on social media, follow on social media, just search Hot Takeout Pod, click like, follow, etc., and then leave a comment wherever you're listening. And if you really, really dig the show, think about supporting the show. You can do that on Patreon, just search for Hot Takeout Pod. Podcast, find the giving level that makes sense to you. Either which way you slice it, thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you next week. Ah.